Hey guys, you're listening to All Things True. I'm your host, Cody B. On this episode and the next episode, we're going to do our mental health segments that we have each season. In this episode, I had a friend of mine uh, who's, who's you know, he's not new to the show. He's been on here before. His name's Rod Leslie. Rod Leslie is the youth minister at the uh, Downtown Church of Christ in, in Moralton, Arkansas. He's also a shepherd there at the Downtown Church of Christ in, in Moralton, Arkansas. He has been doing youth ministry for uh, almost 18 years now, full-time. Um, uh, he's was my youth minister. He's a, a mentor of mine. He, he's a friend of mine. I'll, I'll talk about some of this on, on the show. And on this episode, he's going to talk about gratitude. And as he talks about gratitude, he is going to begin talking about all the people he's thankful for. And all the Christians and people who have made a major impact in his life. And we're going to use this, and we end up talking about, you know, how does how, how does people, and being surrounded by good people, how does it help your uh, mental health a little bit? How does it help someone emotionally? How does it help with their confidence? Uh, and then we're going to, I want to pick you this, this episode on the back of next week's episode, which is with Michael Williams. And we're going to talk about stress management and how do we deal with stress and stressful situations at home and and, in the workplace and and what have you. Um, Isolationism. And I mentioned this in my sermon this last Sunday. Isolationism is a tool of Satan that he uses. It causes anxiety. It causes depression. And then it brings someone to this dark place. And then they think they are all alone and there's no way out of it because they are all by themselves. And if you're listening to this and you are in such a place or you have been in such a place, um, I, I want you to know that has never been true, nor will that ever be true. I don't know, and I know this podcast goes all across the world. But I want you to know no matter where you are in the world, no matter what town you live in, no matter what country you're in, and if you're in America, no matter what state you're in, there are Christians who are there who can help you. The Holy Spirit is there, and He is moving. The church and the kingdom of heaven is there. And they can pull, help pull you out of whatever darkness you're in and bring you and show you the way to Jesus Christ. Where there is light, where there is love, where there is companionship, and where there is fellowship. And that fellowship is what Rod goes into detail about on this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey, you're listening to All Things True. I'm your host, Cody B. Um, today, I'm here with a very special guest. He's a friend of mine. He is a mentor. He's one of my best friends. Uh, he's been a special person in my life. His name is Rod Leslie. How are you today, Rod? I'm doing great. Thank How you are... for that wonderful introduction. Oh, love you. I love you too, buddy. 
How, how are things at Moralton at downtown? I, I think they're going well at the moment. A lot of new things, new new ministry things going on, and I, I'm i excited about Anything you'd like to share that you're excited about? Yeah, um, we're looking at new uh, mission trips that will probably go on in the next, next year, 2024, and so um, I'm excited about that. Um, we don't have it all worked out yet, but I think we're going we're, we're starting to be a lot more involved with the children's home in our backyard, Moralton. So there was a time when it wasn't that way, and and things have just been better, and, and God's opened a lot of doors, and so we're over there a lot and enjoying it, and they've asked us some things, we asked them some things, and it looks like maybe we can do some things together. Wonderful. And I, I mean, it's just exciting. So... And, and the stuff we've been doing is going to keep going. That's good. You know, it's last leader's time. It's time to plan for camp. It's time to plan for mission trip uh, for 2023. So all that stuff is going. Got a meeting in a few weeks with Johnson where your brother's at, which means it's going to be a great day to talk about mission trip and eat barbecue, no doubt. So I'm excited about that. Whether, whether JP's there or not, we're eating barbecue. There so. you go. Uh, awesome, man. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, Rod um, also takes part in the ALE program at Southern Christian Home. Uh, I know a lot of y'all here at Northside uh, understand that I, I do that every other Tuesday. When do you when do you go, Rod? I do every other Wednesday. I alternate with the preacher at our congregation. Go. He, goes, he goes every other Wednesday. Uh, Rod's actually the one who got me involved there. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not, did no, you? No. Because we were at your house playing a game with Christy. Oh, yeah. And, and you were like, hey, you should go there. And Christian's like, yeah, you should come there. Well, there you go. And I was like, wow, that's early. And it's been a blessing in my life ever since. Um, Rod, I let Rod pick his topic. You know, I don't do that for most people. Most people, I'll give him a topic. But I trust Rod. Rod, can I trust you? I hope so. Are you, are you going to be able to say <laughs> things appropriately and I, stay I, away from inappropriate I, statements? I, th- I think so. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ron has picked the, uh, the, the topic gratitude. Um, we, you know, at Northside, we're encouraging people to do time, tag time, time alone with God. And a prayer that we're encouraging them to pray every morning is, is, is this, Lord, in gratitude of your grace, we pray that everything we do and say will glorify you for the good of other people. Um, and, and Jim did a sermon uh, the first, January 1st, first Sunday in January, about that prayer and about why we should start with the gratitude of grace every day. Um, and it's a beautiful thing, and it changes your mindset of not only do I need to be think, thankful for the things I see, can touch, and feel, but I need to be grateful for the things that are also spiritual in my life. And the things I can't see and touch and feel it as as well. Rod, why is gratitude important? Well, it would be nice uh, looking at the world if we had more of it, and, and I think that's in part people need to see Jesus more. Um, I am extremely grateful and thankful. I, I, you asked me what I wanted to talk about, yeah. like what, like what, what, what do you want to talk about? And I don't get to talk about it enough. I mean, I try to talk about it with people, but. When I'm at my congregation and we're talking about things, I, I hope that people can see no matter what their situation is, they have things to be thankful for. We have, the, I started, at this about two weeks ago when you asked me, and I started going through 
I didn't go through my Bible first. I was just thinking about thankfulness, and I started thinking about relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And I hope I don't get too emotional here. I'm You're already fine, thinking about it, but um, my word, I might turn into a craft fest. That's all right. Because um, I think about this quite often. Um, first of all, when I was thinking about the people that I'm thankful for, I started to see a connection, obviously, probably the vast majority, over 90% of the people over the years of my life, the common thread is Jesus. And so, uh, I don't know why I'm fortunate like that. I sometimes wonder about me being born in this in this country, the, the people that have been around. I guess when I say that, it seems like life's been easier as opposed to when I go on mission trips and when I've been out of the country, it's not so much. But I'm grateful for the times I've been and seen my church family in foreign countries, how grateful they are. And I see that underlying thing is Jesus again. So, you know, when Paul talks about being thankful for having and not, uh, you know, I, I feel grateful in my life, and, and it boils down mostly to relationships. Um, I think about my family, uh, my parents. Um, when I've failed, they've been completely supportive, and I've failed many a times at things I thought I was supposed to be doing that weren't right. I mean, when I, when I say I don't think it was God's plan that I was, I think I was doing the right thing, and it wasn't. And so I had a failure, several, and I'm thankful for that because it put me where I am today, which is here across from you. Sometimes we, we go, oh, I failed, but maybe there's a reason you needed to fail. Maybe you need to change direction. And a lot of people helped me with that. So I, I think about my family and obviously my wife, who I, she probably, if she was here, she'd get irritated, but man, I chased her forever. And I'm thankful she finally came around and he loves you Lou and uh <laughs> two wonderful kids um eh. yeah yeah now they're they're wonderful mm. kids they they do great things I'm very proud of them they made they made things really well for me um the friends which is interesting because uh, I I couldn't I mean before I came here I, I have coffee three or four times a week with my buddy Judd he's an optometrist and Probably one of the, he's very well studied, so we can sit and talk and sharpen, it's iron sharpens, sharpening our, our thoughts and stuff on Bible every day. And of course through him is how I, how I did meet my wife, that's his cousin, so huh. uh, I probably never, I could do you know, a whole series on my friendship with him. Um, I thought about family, friends, and, and Paul talked, you know, Paul several times in his letters was thankful for churches. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, um, I think, I, I, just, I just appreciate my church family a lot. So uh, I, I probably could tell a, a gazillion stories, but you know, like Bruce Bradford, your dad, it mentored me. I don't know, I was trying to think at what time 
in the last two weeks he started that it just it just happened somewhere as a deacon somewhere he was a deacon at just somewhere he took me and helped me with the ministry that I do and through that I I was trying to count people that I've met through him and you go well what do you mean well we were at a he helped start WOWU how many people have I met through WOWU how many ministers and speakers and people in my life also the fact that at WOWU little James Jumper who I, I admit, and he's heard me say this before, I looked at him and thought, you know, Bruce said, hey, you need to talk to this guy, he's going to miss a trip with you, and I went, I really don't want to take that. You know, it's not, he does not look like the guy. What an awesome person he's yeah. been. Uh, yeah. And for those of y'all who want to hear the other side of the story, James talks about that story in, in, <laughs> in last season's podcast where I interviewed James Jumper. Uh, James is a fantastic person, him and his family, and they've been on many mission trips with me um, and, and many mission trips for that I think about the kids in the youth group uh, if we had time if we ever had a funny podcast there would be stories I could tell about Cody Bradford and Val Lopez That's right. we don't get we don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do things seriously <laughs> so, I'm a funny guy so uh, uh, those were always treasured times in my life I could always look through that the whole Bradford family um, but but getting back to Bruce and some of the people that I have met, um, I was just thinking about that because through the the mission trip and the, and Wow You, it's it's just this all these different. It's as if and I was trying to think how to describe it. It's like these pinnacles that go out and they yeah. go and you start meeting all these people and through Bruce I met this person through that I met another one and now we have this friend. I, I, just because Bruce told me you need to go talk to that kid, that guy and take him. Now, in April, it's it's become almost twice a year, but it, for sure once a year, we go to Hoxie, Arkansas, and have a camp out with Lane Wright. And I don't know if anybody knows that guy. It's it's I love it because when when I first met him when he was sixteen, he, he was actually talking to my wife and he wouldn't shut up and I didn't like him at all. And that's the truth. And. Uh, then, every time we became friends, and, and now everywhere he goes, he he just like everybody loves that guy, and so he's he's really good. Um, he's really connected in his church, and so now we do this thing, and every year he lets me invite people, and we just go and have a wonderful time. And the church family is just amazing. So, um, getting back to my church family, I was talking about Bruce and how he's mentored me. I think about um, the different the people now that are that are there that are helping me do stuff. Uh, the stuff that we're doing at the home. There's there's these group of guys and some women that are nonstop looking for things to do. It's been awesome the last year and a half. And I don't know, you know, if we went on the mission trip and we met Gary Gibson along the way, which is a, a crazy story. Who's the, the the director at the children's home? And he has worked with us, and we've got this ball rolling like a snowball. It's getting bigger, and it's just awesome. So now these guys are meeting, and they're doing stuff at the children's home, and they want to know when they can do something else, and it's just been awesome. So I, I see where Paul, when he says he's thankful for, when he talks about different churches and what they do, it's pretty awesome when you have a church family. I. Ninette Morris, who teaches our little children, she always says, what do people do 
without a church? Mm. And I, I don't know. So, um, and all those people have this common bond of Jesus, and we're all trying to find and show other people Jesus. And, you know, Paul says at several places to be thankful um, for everything, but I see this, I was looking through these different verses. There's a lot in Psalms, but when I look through these other verses that I've been through, I just see my family, my church, um, being thankful for worship, having Sunday to um, meet, listen about more about God, to have the Lord's Supper. I, I, I don't know how I was blessed enough to get there. I don't, I don't know the story behind how my parents got to that spot, because obviously they took me there. And then when I became a Christian and I, at some point I wanted to own my faith, I don't know. I don't know how I got blessed to be in that spot, but I'm thankful for God where, I, where that happened. I don't know. I'm not one of these that, I don't have a traumatic story. Um, but as a youth minister, and, and I know you could attest to this and, and others, you'll, you'll face many trials. Any, any, anybody would in life, but there's definitely been some rough roads with, with teens and growing, but that in itself too is opportunity, and I'm thankful for being able to grow spiritually that way. Does that make a little bit of sense? It does make sense. Um, but when I see Paul talk about his the church families, and in, in Romans chapter 16, uh, I would I would not try to read that through uh, because there there are a gazillion names in there and I love it that Paul he's mentioning these names and he's wanting to tell the people these are good people and I think he's doing that because he knows he's thankful for them and the work that they do and some of them are pretty incredible what he just the little lines he says about them and it's not just like the men there's a list of women in there too. There's a lot of different people, um, and I think Paul shows me that, um, and I see that in my life when I'm working with the church and I'm seeing my church family. I got lots to be thankful for, uh, and we could spend forever. We could talk about <laughs> just the. I mean, I I've known you for well most of your life, I think. Most of it. I don't know what time. I mean, you came to downtown and probably ninety five, Rod. It was Miranda was a baby. I'm thirty four now. Yeah, and I just think about those relationships. Thirty years. And all the stuff that we have done has just been something to be thankful for. So each day, you know, I think I'm I'm just blessed, and I'm blessed the people I know, and I want to I want to do more to help and. Most of the time, those people do more. I mean, I think about through YOU, um, some of the ministers, at first it, he wasn't there, but he came in, is Jacob Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And I always I always tell him, um, and he's probably going, no, you don't, but I do. His memory is amazing. And like, if I sit and talk with him, I did a lot when I was taking my children to Conway, I would go meet with him on my day off and just hang out and talk about church stuff and it's awesome. But his memory was phenomenal. Today it still is. I just 
he can remember stuff I say, I, I talk about. He can remember relationships I have. It's just amazing. Sometimes I'll ask him, I say, do you know so-and-so and can you tell me? I mean, somebody I should know better and he knows them and he knows the story, but it's, it's more than that. It's being able to share that relationship and know you can trust that person and I can tell him what I need to know, just like Judd, just like you. Um, I got just got a lot of people uh, that make life grand. Um, and I look forward to, last thing, uh, the way Eddie Clore said it, meet on the north side of heaven. You call it whatever you want to, but if I get to spend eternity with you, it's one thing, awesome to be with God, to be with Jesus, and then to have all your friends with you, it's going to be amazing. We'll take as many as we can. Um, that's what we're trying to do, right? I, I just want to be with all the all for the rest of eternity. I think it'll be fantastic. What does gratitude do for your mental health? Oh. When you're sitting here and you're talking about all the people that you're thankful for, what does that do? do you, how, do you, how does that make you feel, Rod? I think I think it really helps stress-wise. You can exercise and eat properly and all that stuff, but if I know I have people that I can lean on that care for me, man, that's, that's hugely helpful. If I can tell, which we can tell this funny story, right? We can tell about Bruce Bradford. And as a youth minister when I was young, and you have all these, every youth minister when they're young, they got grand ideas. We got them. We got tons of them. And we go to our eldership and we convey what we think is the, we have to do it, must do it, it's gonna be the best thing. And they go, sorry, that's not time for that. And I would be like, no, there's gotta be, there's gotta be an answer to that. They, they gotta do what I want. Now, first of all, I learned how to say, take no, okay? But with Bruce Bradford, I was talking to him one day and he said, I like that idea. He was a deacon at the time. Whatever idea it was, I don't remember what it was. I said, I like that idea. And he said, yeah, I like that idea a lot. You know, I said, well, that's good. So the next time I went into elders meeting, I learned something. When I gave my idea, I always wanted to run up in front of Bruce first. And if Bruce liked the idea, I would say, Bruce likes this idea and he thinks we probably should do this. And I think this is a great idea. And then it would happen. So that, that's a funny story because it was, it was a small, small little things that you want to happen and they wouldn't, but then somebody comes in and, you know, Bruce is, not that his stature matters, but he's six, seven, six, five, yeah, something like that. Six, seven. And very well respected, but he is, he is a big figure when he comes to the room and I don't know, there's something about when he talks, Everybody it's, listens. it's helpful. So, uh... Over the years, for me it was terrifying. There, was there was, kid. I think there was a time we had twelve or thirteen elders, and and it was tough going into that room. But then when I had a friend like Bruce to help me out and mentor, it worked so good. So the stress level, I didn't have to go in there feeling like, what's going to happen to me now? Am I going to say something too much and get myself in trouble? I had, I had, I don't want to say an ally, but I had a friend working for the same cause, and I think sometimes I'm not saying the elders were not in touch that's not what it was just I needed someone else to help me show that idea and give it some uh, credibility <laughs> so uh, people like that in your life 
um, can be so much better. Or, and, and that goes the other way, like with Judd. I can bounce something off of him and he go, well, look, you know, that's a good idea, that's a bad idea. Let's flesh it out some more. Don't go, you know, in the, in that elders meeting, you, you're just half an idea. Let's let's flesh that out till it's farther. And he's been good all my life at doing that. Because if anything, when I was in college, this sounds bad, but we would, I don't want to say argue, but I think he just did it just to see if I could come up with whatever it is. You know, if you say the sky's blue, he'd say, no, it's not. And then I'd have to come up with a reason. We'd have whatever it was about Bible. It was like that. So he's taken that opposite side just to strengthen me, sharpen me, and make it better. And that itself makes it less stressful. And a lot of times I think, uh, you flesh this out of me now thinking about it is, is that there is, there is less stress by me being able to lean on people. And a lot of people try to do it on their own. And there's more stress and more difficulty. So I'm thankful for all those people and they've made a difference. And that's one of the benefits is less stress. And I'll never forget there was a there was a kid at Wow You and my youth group that came forward and their, the family had it, it just imploded. And Bruce stood up there on that straight stage and I just cried my eyes out trying to talk about this child and we were going to help him and he just put his arm around me. If he wouldn't have been there, I don't know that I ever got a word out. But the support and making it when it's difficult and it makes a difference. And I think... Um, I got a couple elders. Well, I ha- I'm sorry. I have one elder and another man in the church that they went to Vietnam. And I don't know what happened. One day they just started talking in front. We were doing this work group. And I started going, wow. I didn't experience any of that stuff when I was 18, 19, 20. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't repeat these stories on this podcast without their permission. But it's made me think, how, when I talk about I was born here and things were great and all this, I wish other people, which I've been able to talk about a lesson with the kids, would talk to them and see how good you got it. And you need to be thankful for the circumstances you are in. They are good. I mean, I don't know that kids are towns like that. They got a lot of issues. And maybe they might want to leave. I've, I've encouraged them to talk to those guys. Not just for stories, but for their wisdom. Maybe help in their life and flesh out what they're thankful for. There's a verse that comes to my mind anytime I talk about gratitude. And, and this probably isn't on your list because um, the term thankfulness or graciousness or gratitude doesn't even appear in the verse. In, in James 1, 16, James writes, Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Every good thing in your life, Rod. Yeah. What are the good things in your life? Well, I mean, I'm looking at you, 
You're wearing a hat. You have eyeglasses <laughs> on. You can see. You 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 have a, a wonderful green sweater on. You have uh, some awesome tennis shoes. Those are all blessings from God. And I, I think that's what the younger you know. And I, I do a we did a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I did a panel with the, some of the teens here at Northside, and we talked about you know what does the church and leadership and ministers need to know about Generation Z. Um, and and they mentioned that their generation isn't very thankful, and and that's what something is that generation, that generation Z, and even millennials haven't always connected that every good thing is a gift. Um, and and that's something older generations who think I work hard for all this stuff. This stuff is mine. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure you worked hard, but it was still a gift. Yeah. I mean, the ability to work was a gift to you from God. Um, and it helps me be thankful and, and realize that I'm more blessed than I ever deserved. Even at times when I was sharing a queen-size bed with my older brother, <laughs> I was more blessed than what I ever deserved. Oh, that made me think about the shells falling in your bedroom. <laughs> I think you've told that story on the podcast. Uh, maybe I have. So, uh, <laughs> a good one. Um, every good thing, yes. Um, when you put that into perspective, it's hard not to be thankful. Because so many good things I have no control over. Yeah, there's some that, you know, we talked about the hard working thing, but then there's some, you know, today I didn't have a wreck driving over here. That's a good thing. There were cars just inches from me. Driving in the other lane. I feel sorry for the people that are around me when I'm driving because <laughs> my wife isn't there to tell me what to do. So, <laughs> oh. oh, I feel sorry for people when they're driving in Memphis and Rod's in Memphis driving because the lights are that's right horizontal, not vertical. That's he right. Doesn't know if it's green or red. Yeah, or if you go into Mexico, that was and you were on that bus. <laughs> No, that I didn't read the signs. It said it would say like the speed limit sixty. Right when we got into Mexico, it said speed limit sixty, and I didn't pay attention to the KM beside it. I just went, "Let's go 60. And all of a sudden, I'm passing everybody in the church van, and everybody, everybody else is driving so like slow. they're actually driving Got like it. 25 miles an hour. And I want to, I want, I want to bring this into perspective, guys. Um, when he says in the church van, it was a 30 passenger bus. <laughs> Like he was doing this around people in downtown, in a downtown little town in Mexico, in a thirty-passenger bus, what, full of miners. What what fun was that? So, <laughs> oh, my word! We we could talk mission trips, Cody. Those have been such a blessing. <laughs> they're obviously a blessing when we go, but they're usually you find out. It helps yeah. you when you get back and you start to realize this is what I should be doing. It puts life into perspective. Yes, it does. Oh. Good times. But they don't seem to end for me. Uh, you know, when people say, I, this is just a sidebar, but you know, people go, well, those are the good old days. Come on a mission trip this year with me. It'll be good. Go to the camp. Volunteer to go to camp. It'll be good. Go to the Southern Christian home, meet Gary. Yeah. Say, what can I do here? And you will be blessed. Volunteer at the ALE program. The the good old days, they're still good. You just need to keep going. You will, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Summer, 
by far is the busiest time probably for any youth minister. And I look at that, it gets stacked up quick. But man, it's so it's so awesome. I mean that you look forward I look forward to summer. I mean, COVID was horrible because they wouldn't let us do camp and miss trip and blah blah blah. And it was like, what do I do with my time? It was different. So I'm glad we're past that. I, I look forward to Wow You next year. We've already got that worked out for next year. Who's coming? David Skidmore and Lonnie Jones. Lonnie Jones. I don't know David Skidmore, I don't think. He's, I believe he's in Nashville. So there's two. There's one in Oklahoma and there's one in Nashville. We got the one in Nashville. So um, I don't know if that's too early to say that, but uh, the last meeting we had at YU it was so good. Just because it was, we I think we see the light that the pandemic may officially be over whether the government says it or not, it looks like it's happening. I mean, I don't say that as an anti, I'm just saying, I think I think we're done. I think we can go and do and move on. And I think a lot of people, a lot of kids will be excited about that. A lot of youth ministers will be excited about that. We don't, last couple of years, we had to change what we did at YU. How are we gonna, couldn't have, you know, all those stupid, they're not stupid, sorry. You can edit that out. You know, do you want me to edit out? The, the distance between people and masks and all this other stuff. And I, I, those aren't bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I just, we can move on from that. And that's a good thing. So I'm not saying one way or the other about any of that stuff. I just, glad no, that's over. I mean, we had that's it. I, it yeah, was awful. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it, it was necessary, but it, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're in a good spot now. So I think we are too. We went through a little rough time. We, we shook out some stuff and, we're coming back and so thankful for that. We had the opportunity to see what that was like. We want to do better. I think a lot of people were hungry for their church family. They wanted to get back. They wanted to get back to worshiping God. They wanted to get back and do these things. So um, it might have slowed down some, but I think we did relatively well through it in the most part. The flip side of that. Well, I don't want to talk about the flip side of that, Rod. This is about gratitude. So let's just be thankful. Thankful. And we can handle the gratitude, the, the ungrateful stuff for the flip side later. Uh, we're, we're 30 minutes in. Is there any final thoughts you'd like to add? Um, I, you know, I, I love my family. I love my friends. I love my church family, which is basically all together. I love the opportunities God gives me. I'm thankful for Jesus going to that cross that grace that we have, share it with people. Dear listener, I want to end, I usually end with the saying, you know, all things are made by him, a quote passage from, from the Gospel of John, but uh, I want to end with something different with this lesson on gratitude. Uh, I want to end with, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and see what the Lord your God has done. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, Rod. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed the episode.